0: welcome back to unfiltered conversations hope all of you are doing well today's live is very special for me because i really love this subject and it's about food and it's about the one and only vicky ratnani um you know words will fall short to describe about him he is one of the best known chefs in india And he is, he has been a TV host, he has multiple restaurants and whatnot. He also has uh, started a web series called as the Gastronaut and there's so much to learn about the culinary world from him. So I would like to welcome Vicky Ji for today's live. Let me see if he has joined in. Let me tell you, he is extremely humble person and, um, you know, I have learned so much from him. He is extremely genuine and, you know, I have come across a request. Hello, Vicky, sir. How are you? Please don't
1: call me Vicky, sir. You
2: can call (laughs) me Vicky or... (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Don't treat me like a senior citizen, okay?
1: <laughs> Vicky ji, actually, um, I was telling everyone that you are the best known chefs India knows. In fact, the world knows. And I have genuinely loved all of your shows. I've grown up watching it. And today, interacting with you, I'm feeling very lucky. And when I was talking to you on the phone, also, my God, you are so humble. You are so grounded, and that is something which is really, you know, inspired me. And you know, I'm really thankful to you today. You've managed a time to come online. No, us. I mean,
2: uh, I mean, thank you for your kind words. But uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, there's there's no big deal. You asked me, let's go live, and I said, yeah, why not? Let's go live. And uh, and in fact. I used to do a live every other day with my daughter, uh, Chef's night off, yeah. and uh, she and you know we haven't been doing it for a while because of her studies and you know mm-hmm. I don't want to distract her too much. And on my own, I just find it too boring because I'm so used to uh, with the comfort of Tanisha and um, <laughs> she mod she moderates it. So yeah. today when she's she saw that I'm going live with you, she got. Papa you're not going live with me and so I don't know maybe let's see tonight I I might go live she called me saying Papa I'm shopping can I get something back so Mm -hmm. I'm actually I'm slow fermenting a bread so maybe Mm -hmm. I'm going to bake the bread live tonight I'm not sure as yet so how are you doing
1: I'm doing good and it's been wonderful right now everything is opening up so looking forward to positive days and Today, we are seeking inspiration from your story. So that is something I'm really looking forward to. Thank you. Okay. Would you like to uh, give out a message to all of the viewers who have joined in? And then we'll start with you know the, the
2: session. Uh, I think, first of all, thank you very much uh, for joining both of us. And um, I like the whole concept of unfiltered. I think uh, it's, it's a very hard to heart chat. Uh, there 's no rehearsal there 's no i i told um, I told you that you can ask me anything yes uh, so I think want people to you know and i have a I have this friend, this chef Adhikari bead from he 's actually from Nepal and who 's also a very talented chef hi chef wow. Adhikari, I hope you are okay, and Chef Bede used to be one of the top chefs on on board um, so you know mm, yeah. all those fancy cabins, those yes. very um, super super deluxe. So used to be he used to be a private chef on the plane. Yeah, That's yeah.
0: Wonderful. Let's
2: so guys. Thanks very much. And um, here we go. Over to you.
1: <laughs> so my first question is: From a young age, you <clears throat> have been immersed in the world of culinary arts, and we want to know about the first dish you cooked with your mother.
2: Uh I'll tell you I didn't my first dish I uh I didn't really cook it with my mother. The first dish was uh if I had to evaluate that dish yes. uh and on those bases I would have never become a chef. Uh <laughs> the first dish I ever cooked was was when I was in a Boy Scout camp. Uh oh. and, and I made the the worst ever aloo <laughs> ki bhaji. Like i mean i still have that bad taste in my mouth <laughs> it's like that <laughs> so no so no, you know I, what I used i started making you know it started with uh, basically anything which my mom didn't want me to eat mm-hmm. or drink mm-hmm. i made a point to learn how to make it so uh, i used to love chai i started drinking yes. chai when i was a young kid um, oh. and uh, she used to say no you can't have more than two cups of tea in a week or something like that and mm-hmm. and every time she was not there so I started actually I started uh, making uh, chai I make a very really good chai by the way and oh, um, that's fabulous. I started I started making tea and then of course the eggs started and then uh, so I was more of a eater than a cook you know I okay. love to eat I was a greedy child sorry I'll just get my day
1: Yes.
2: Hello everyone. Yeah, so I was a, oh, yes. I was I was more of an eater than a cook. Uh in school I used to eat everyone's tiffins. I knew everyone <laughs> yes, what we they were bringing their tiffins. Yeah. So I think I think the love of food and we were always surrounded by a a food family. Hmm. Uh, you know it was a joint family. There was one big kitchen. Um hmm. uh, uh, I had uh, my father had three three brothers, two sisters. Hmm. Hmm. Um, all their wives cooked well. My dad's sisters cooked really well, so it was we were surrounded by uh, by food. And uh, I used to live in Shivaji Park in Dadar.
0: Hmm. Yes.
2: I went to Bombay Scottish School. Yes. So my 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 granddad used to take me out for a walk every day, and literally from from city light. Cinema, all the way up to uh, Shiv Sena Bhavan and
0: uh,
2: hmm. uh, I can't remember what the other talkies is called now. It's it's something else now. Plaza, not Plaza, right? Is a Plaza? I
1: plaza so. Cinema, right? Yes, I think so.
2: You're too, you're too young. You might not even. Yeah. Know. So this
0: <laughs> This try. is right
2: next to the market. So, at a very young age, I knew each and every shopkeeper. Mm. I knew the farsan guy, I knew the samosa guy. Aswad was, in those days, uh, yeah. a small place. So I think I, 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 I subconsciously, lo- I mean, I consciously mm. love food. And But there was no idea or no intention of, you know, chef banna mm. or whatever. Mm. So, mm. And then I think just started growing when I wanted to look for a career.
0: Yeah.
2: And um, I joined college. And uh, I was motivated by my, my my friend, and his mother, and his sister, mm. Mm. who she was already in the hotel industry. Mm.
0: Mm.
2: And I think when I got into college, I realized it, or rather my chefs uh, gave me, like, you know, they let me, um, they told me, that have you ever thought of taking it as a career and all that? So mm. Mm. it wasn't really um, still on the cards. But then I think in my second year of college, I I got like really really hooked and addicted to to food basically. Yeah, and that's how the whole uh, career began actually.
1: So when you say that you had a joint family, what were the flavors which were being influenced in your family? <coughs> what
2: were the you know only flavors? only Sindhi food? Oh, nice. Only Sindhi food. Um. <laughs> But when we went out, we tried different food. Of course, mm. uh, I lived around Maharashtans and Gujaratis, so mm. mm-hmm. um, I loved I loved, I love the, I love food. I love mm. Gujarati food. Yes, and um, it was, it was a part of the journey, you know. So um, then in school, I had friends who were Parsis, who were Catholics. Mm. So it was Muslim. like a
1: combination of.
2: I, I, I went to Bombay Scottish. Yes, And um, um, so there was, I mean, it was like the United Colors of Benetton, you know?
0: uh,
2: <laughs> United made. So it was, uh, food was always around, you know, I mean, it was, uh, it was a part of life, yeah.
1: Because what I remember from my childhood is that, you know, my grand grandmother was from Karnataka and my mom was from Gujarat. So we had a blend of, you know, uh, the flavors of Karnataka, Maharashtra and Gujarat in the family wow, wow, so that's wow. why it, so so that's how like even now we have some karnataka masala it's called as kaalo mutton and all that so it, I know that. it really yeah yeah yes. so that way um, you know the flavors which come at home they also kind of influence the the kind of taste we have in the future so that's so, I want to ask you, in your opinion, how has the education system in you know hospitality or in this particular field uh, changed or evolved over the time
2: uh, see i'll tell you in 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 the good old days, there were only the IHMs, which were government uh,
1: correct yes
2: and uh, it was the same old syllabus it still hasn't changed hmm. but thanks to private schools and private hmm. Uh, colleges, uh, and of course, some of the uh, international players coming in, mm. uh, you know, right. like La Roche and, and yes. Lausanne and the other schools, mm. that um, uh, that we are getting a different kind of, of education in mm. hospitality in India, like the mm. the school in Manipal, which is the welcome group school is, yes. is really mm. fantastic. And I think um uh, the people who joined the uh, catering college most of them at that time mm. uh at least after college they went into the industry uh mm. Correct. today it's not really like that uh i had to do the th- whole 3 4 years of college to to come out of it but right. now you have now you have specialization which can start from day one where mm. You don't. If you want, you don't have to study housekeeping mm. and front office and and yes. all that. You can just do culinary. You can just do bakery. So I think the 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 way things are, I think the education is is more focused, mm. but it still has a really really long way to go uh, mm. in terms of syllabus, in terms of exposure, um, mm. in terms of everything. You know, I mean, it's you know if you see. Uh, the infrastructure of schools and colleges abroad. Yes. Um, yes. you know, I, I, I often go to the Culinary CIA uh, mm-hmm. to do seminars and, you know, refresher courses. And every mm-hmm. one or two years I visit either yeah. like Napa Valley or or New York or I I I yeah. just feel that I wish I could start college again. You know. Mm-hmm. Um it's 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 a whole different ball game, I think. Education is really focused now. Um, Correct. It's it is so. I think there are pros and cons. It's just that the Mm -hmm. IHMs have to really, uh, you know, they are governed by the uh, by the tools. I mean, central government or why don't I don't even know what. Mm -hmm. But they really need. I mean, uh, and one more thing is that um, when we were in college. the basis of our school our cooking and culinary studies yes. both French and European cooking more French oh. and and then Indian only happened in the second year of college and then it. so I feel that uh, as a student in India as a culinary student in India I wish our basics were about Indian food you know
1: Yes, I completely um, agree, yeah
2: you know so I was having this discussion with uh, uh, with a gentleman in Delhi right now, and mm. he's saying, you know, I'm looking French cooking paditi, and only later on in the hotel, if you bifurcate and you go into an Indian kitchen mm. uh, you can specialize in Indian cooking and all that, so I think that was the main main thing that if if things were were different now, I think students should start. Learning Indian food first
1: Indian food. do you think in New York or let's say um, you know in Paris or everything, they first teach you you know the local cuisine and then they go towards the the international one, so I was surprised right now because I thought <laughs> India would have first started with the Indian cuisine um, in the colleges
2: see i am no no it is there, but it's not like it's, in the, the, it's it's like when you have a cookbook. Correct. Okay. If you have yes. a Western cookbook, mm. it has stocks, and stocks, mm. soups, sauces,
0: mm. meat,
2: fish, Absolutely. poultry, yes. Yes. Which, which are general basic knowledge, which is good. But I yes. think if the whole thing was Indianized, where mm. you would learn how to make, a, a like, a, instead of a consomme, you would do a, a, a clear shorba, or, you know, with yeah. a, you know what I'm trying to say. I yes, mean, yes, every, and, everything in the Indian equivalent. You know, yes,
1: purely authentic Indian flavor. Yeah, yeah, coming and
2: in. then you know, then you learn more, and and I think that's what's going to happen. You know, I mean, I think, um, um, I think Indian chefs should grasp their own cuisine first. That's yes. why I spend a lot of time eating in Indian restaurants. I read a lot. Yes, uh, I have chefs who are really good in Indian cooking. I follow them. I'm still a student. Look, I'm still, I (laughs) always have, I always have books with me.
1: I remember this one episode where you made uh, Lal mas in an Aussie way. So the Aussie Lal mas uh, Oh, the lamb
2: chop. Yes, for the lamb
1: chop. So that was quite, quite amazing because you used the authentic Indian flavors and then you kind of uh, gave it a twist. So that was fabulous to watch.
2: So that's what it is. So now for me, um, when I'm cooking Indian food, the the flavors and the DNA of the food is still Indian, but maybe the method, the way I cook it or the way I plate it is what I'm used to. You know, sorry. so because I've worked mostly all around the world with Western yes. chefs in Western kitchens. I've never, ever... I think a voice. But it... Yeah. yeah I think sorry, like, I just had a call. I, I had a call coming in, so, okay, uh, okay. yeah. So, yeah, so that's how okay. it was, yeah.
1: So, my next question is, it was coming to that. So, it was you who set sail on ocean liners for 14 years and working with 37 different nationalities. And you are someone who believes in perseverance. And right now, also, you said that you are a learner for life. So, why is this important for those who are seeking career in this, you know, profession to always evolve or learn about it? Because you know what happens is after you are out of college, you immediately start a restaurant or something. But
2: you chose not really to. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't start a restaurant immediately after college. Yes. So uh, that's yeah, and your I, I, experience I know, says I, that. I don't yeah. think. I don't think it's even wise. Mm. Um, I think you need to. Uh, you need to work uh, Correct. with someone who's mm. experienced. Either work in a hotel mm. or a restaurant chain, or mm. or go under someone's mentorship. Absolutely. Um, follow a path, you know. So mm. um, I think culinary students should not be in a in a real hurry to start their own business. Mm. I think there is uh, lots to learn, mm. and um, definitely. Uh, uh it's something like you know the the more the experience you have the more skill you develop Hmm. the better you get it's Hmm. just like a doctor it's like a doctor you know like like a like a a surgeon or a practitioner Hmm. where they always are working in the shadow of other senior doctors in hospitals to learn skill knowledge Hmm. management style uh Hmm. learning how to manage people which is that is also or
1: really, really big art in Yes, today's world. Yes, yes. Because what happens is, I've noticed that that these restaurants fail because uh, the, the the taste and the flavor which is there in the season shift, that does not come in with these new restaurants. So that's why you have been, you know, the master craftsman of this, due to your experience, what you had in the past. So that this, this uh, what you gave uh, is very important insight for all the newcomers. So, um... You know, was it a conscious choice for you to leave your country to expand the Western cuisine? And what were the factors that influenced your decision?
2: See, I, I'll tell you very clearly, I was more inclined. To, in college, I was mm. more inclined to Western food.
0: Mm.
2: In those days, you could buy broccoli was very exotic. Correct, you know, yes. Uh, what we studied in college, mm. we never really worked with, for example... We never got a chance to see what fresh salmon was because mm. in those days only five-star would have salmon. Yes,
1: yes. We would never get it true. in
2: college. Yes. Uh, we never got to taste any wine in terms of mm. we never we never mm. in New uh, we had we theoretically we were too good, mm. but we had actually never done it. I mean, you know, mm. um, we had studied twenty-five different or thirty different or forty different ways to serve classical French co- cooking mm. with Dover sole. But Dover sole mm. never existed in India.
0: Mm. It
2: was a fish which was uh, which is found in Europe.
0: Mm.
2: So I thought the only way to kind of learn more about the things which I am really interested in mm. um, would not be here. So that's the reason when I, I, I took the option to, to travel abroad.
1: Mm that's a, that's a really good choice but i think right now those those verticals are opening in india because there's so much now no, no, coming now up it's,
2: it's i mean everything is available here uh if you mm. want of course there's a price to pay but yeah. i think the food the food scene is very interesting um i love the younger chefs um what they are doing now um in fact all the younger chefs what they are doing also keeps me motivated to be on my toes to evolve yeah, uh, so i am i am permanently uh, a student you know i'm a, I'm, I'm i'm always going to be a tourist and i'm always going to be a student
1: <laughs> yes and that's what we see from your shows because you've you've always kind of explored different facets of this cuisine so my next question is, it was primarily, you know, uh, Chinese, Indian and continental food back then. But now because of the versatility which has come into India and the FMB area is quite different, how did you introduce that plethora of flavors over here through your cooking?
2: Well, I, I tell you, matters? I I came, when I came back to India, hmm. um, I was looking after the restaurant Horace in Juhu mm. and then Nido, yes. uh, in those days, Oris and Nido were very, way ahead of its times. Yes. Uh, yes. So I, I, I think I can take a lot of credit uh, of bringing a whole new uh, fabric of food into the city, you know, yes. um, different kinds of plates, rectangular plates, glass plates, mm. uh, various different presentation, um, you know, bringing seafood which is not normally found on restaurant yes. tables into the restaurant. I still remember, I was one of the first chefs who used to actually get my my trout from, from Himachal, from Manali. I used to, mm. my duck used to be from the French farm in, in Delhi. Mm. So mm. I was actually, uh, I used to go to Nasik. I used to go with my vegetable mm. vendor uh, to see where all the vegetables are coming from. Because mm-hmm. I had come back to India, and this was the first time I was chefing. And mm. if you go to see, I was away for almost 16 to 17 years.
0: Yes, yes.
2: So I came back to a country, to my own country, uh, as a complete foreigner, mm-hmm. and uh, it was the whole beauty of, of, of starting from ground zero,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: where a whole journey of, of restauranting, uh the Indian guests, the Indian produce. Uh, the Indian cooks, um, different obstacles and pros and cons of working here. Mm. So it was a it was a completely new roadmap for me, and uh, I loved the journey. Then television happened. Um, I still didn't stick to. I still stuck to FNB. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not one of the chefs who only cooks for YouTube. Uh, I still have my. Food firm into F&B. Yes. Um, I I was responsible for the Indianization of Burger King in India. Correct. I, w- yeah. I was culinary director with Pizza Express. I am doing a project with PepsiCo International now. I have my own uh, brand called uh, the Speakeasy Kitchen, and I'm by the way I'm launching a brand new burger brand in two weeks. I would love to send you some food. So I think real cooking, great. cooking for real people, tangibility is I, because at the end of the day, I love to, I love to cook for the camera. I love yes. being on television. Uh, there are some very interesting projects coming up, but at the same time, I, I love to cook for real as well. And yes. um, yeah, in fact, I've got some, some, I told you I'm going to be Baking and we keep seeing your dessert.
1: stories. Like we keep seeing our stories that you've you've made this today, and you keep posting about it. That's very interesting yeah. to know. Like every day there's yeah. something new you are you know experimenting with.
2: Yeah, I mean I'm I'm trying out different flours, different mixes. So I'm experimenting with, with rye and and multi green yes. and whole wheat. So. Yeah, I mean, the ones which are disaster, you don't see them because I don't post them. <laughs> <laughs> and I only post the ones which work. But I think it's it's fun. I think it's, um, I was, I loved, I love bread. Mm. Uh, I've eaten bread all around the world. My knowledge of bread is extensive, but I never really baked in my life. So it was this whole lockdown pandemic okay. skill uh, <laughs> where I got time to myself and, and I'm kind of getting there, you know.
1: I want to know, like from this, that uh, how important is, you know, a smell of, you know, after when you're cooking. So uh, what happens is in the traditional time, back old, old days, it used to, like grandmothers used to say that, okay, the, the room must be filled with the smell of the food or the, you know, the uh, and that makes a person hungry. So, but these days, what happens is, what I've noticed is that, you know, there are room fresheners and there are, you know, exhaust fans and everything. So, what, what, how do you perceive that?
2: What but do you I mean, think you say, about this? No, no, see, uh, the exhaust fans, I mean, the exhaust system and exhaust fans are there for a reason so that yes, uh, you have your, your hot air which goes out and there's if you Correct. have a fresh air. So, it's, it's, it's a, It's a hygiene, safety, and comfort. Correct,
1: absolutely. Uh,
2: But at the end of the day, if you are cooking well, of course there will be an aroma in the kitchen. Yeah. For example, I have, I have, my kitchen is open. It's got big windows. Mm -hmm. Um, The moment I open the window when I'm baking or when there's bread happening in the oven, I get a message from my my neighbors saying that i'll be waiting for my <laughs> <Yeah>. slice
0: <laughs> that, and, That's
2: that's
1: exactly yeah
2: yeah so and it, it's very it's become very customary uh, my mother used to be like that you know
0: mm. in the good old
2: days when when you knew your neighbors and everybody knew everyone in the building uh, most of the doors used to be open those we never shut our main when I mean, we were yes. kids you know so so mm. i mean so i think now uh, the even living life is very different now, so it's even yes. still customary. I still have that habit that if I'm baking a loaf of bread, definitely three or four mm. slices go to the neighbor you know so uh <laughs> i I believe in that yeah yes
1: because- because that question was from my mother, so she called me in the morning and she was like, you definitely have to ask this question because um that's what something she wanted to know from you so um on your return to India, you introduced the concept of molecular gastronomy, you know, from cooking food in vacuum seal bags to vegetarian caviars and tombs. So yeah. how has consumer taste evolved over time for this, See, this particular? You, you,
2: it, it, it used to happen at, uh, uh, in, in very, very few places uh, yes, because, yes. you know, the equipment was expensive, ingredients mm. are expensive. Automatically, the, the guest has to pay more for it. Uh, it it will never ever, it was never mainstream food. So we used it as garnishes. We used it as having fun. And and of course, um, cooking is like fashion. Uh, yes. It's con- it's contemporary. Uh, you have to inve- reinvent yourself all the time. Uh, food changes like clothes uh, yes. with the season. So food, music, and fashion go hand in hand. Uh, then it started the ingredients became uh very easy to get uh yeah. everyone started doing it so you know it was yeah. so uh but i i got out of it almost f- 7 8 years ago uh yeah. after a while it it didn't really turn me on anymore yeah. uh, i started yeah. cooking uh, uh i started focusing on on real flavor I started Correct. focusing on the quality. Mm. Um, I started discovering farmers who were doing beautiful vegetables, um, you know, and people who were who were doing good meat. Mm. So mm. my whole journey changed. I mean, you know, I mm. I got more into real food. You know.
0: mm-hmm.
1: So you have always had a progressive take on Italian food, which has both been your style and the soul. So where does your inspiration come
2: from? Well, I'll tell you. When I was, when I was on the ships, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I was four years with a, five years almost with an Italian company,
0: mm-hmm.
2: <coughs> and where most of the people never spoke English, mm-hmm. they spoke Spanish. They spoke Italian and broken English, hmm. and most of my chefs were all 45, 50, 55, and above. Oh. So I learned all my classical European cooking from ustads. I mean, literally, yes. there were yeah. there's no chefs to match Brilliant. them now. I'm yeah. sorry. So my European fundamentals and my European cooking is definitely my my strongest point mm-hmm. uh, where there were no shortcuts. And it was all about slow cooking. It was about the proper cooking of meat, the proper mm-hmm. way the sauces are made. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a very, very rigorous kitchen mm-hmm. where you had to follow what the chef says. And I mean, there was, there was no way that you could talk back or even ask why. Okay, I mean they knew what they were doing.
0: Yes.
2: So I I was brought up in a very very, uh, conservative but very very fun, mm. and a very hard environment. You know, people, um, uh, uh, they know my brighter side. They've seen me on TV. There's that. Yes. And and I think uh, the kind of hard work which which I have put in and the way mm. we've been trained and. Those long long working hours and those rigorous yes. where you once you you only leave the kitchen when the chef says we are, we are means go. You know Correct. it means VR yes. means okay, we are done for the day. Yes. I yes. mean until this VR doesn't come <laughs> I mean I mean we didn't even wear a watch. You know, it was like yes. that. So of course even those watches were not allowed in the kitchen, um oh. as an hygiene protocol. So mm-hmm. we, so we, I came up in a very different way, mm-hmm. um, but then at the same time, you also learn that this is what I wouldn't do if mm-hmm. I would get to that position. So I think I learned a lot mm-hmm. about managing people, about
0: mm-hmm.
2: working in a in a very tough environment, working with different nationalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was it was mm-hmm. it was a whole learning process which is like the expression, like from boys to men. So yes. that's what exactly what happened, you know.
1: Because, um, you know, like chefs are responsible for much more than just cooking, the way you said right now. It's not just about cooking, but, you know, kind of managing and
2: no, you no, see, build our, a very
1: successful multifaceted empire over this. So
2: I is want a father, to ask you. Yes. A chef is a father, he's a mother, he's a brother, yes. he's a... He's a mentor, he's, he's, yes. he's everything.
1: Yes. So I want to ask you a different question. What are the common mistakes that newcomers make while following this path? You know, when you have to, it's not just about cooking. Thank
2: you. Um, See, I think, uh, I don't want to say anything bad, but I think uh, they just want to rise too fast. They don't want to mm. learn basics, you know. Mm. You have to learn the basics of cooking before you start doing the high flying stuff. So you mm. know it's it's simple. You need to you first you crawl, then you walk, then you run, then yes. you fly. So mm. that's what you know, okay, you that is I think the only way where that chefs have to learn yes. the basics. Chefs mm. have to know that you are in this profession because you love it and you want to serve people and you love cooking, not because you want to uh, become a chef on TV or Got you want it. to yes. make lots of money and have this kind mm. life. It's nothing like that. Yes. The same thing happens when you join college. Before you join college, mm. uh, they really test you to see whether you're actually cut out because what it what is... Uh, is the guest side of the of the hmm. the front the front of the house yes. is very very different from the back <laughs> of the house. Absolutely, yes. So That's I think true. I think I think reality can bite you. <laughs> yes. So I think chefs should who actually genuinely love cooking and love the trade. Um, they should take it.
1: Okay, so I want to ask you, you've always stressed on the idea of serving food in small plates so that people can have, you know, uh, more of an interactive setting. And, you know, um, so do you think that this trend will continue
2: to grow? What is that? Sorry, say that again. This,
1: the small plates, you know, you've always emphasized on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I'll tell you.
2: Now, if you can, i ask you one question. Sorry to cut you yes. off. Yes. Is that <laughs> nowadays, if you see the whole pattern of eating, Okay.
0: Correct. You want
2: yes. to try more every time you go to a restaurant. you want yes. more plates in front of you? Yes. When do you I can't remember the last time I've ordered a main course for myself and my daughter Tanisha has ordered a main course for her. Yes. I think it's it's about grazing now, where yes. you choose two or three plates and then you choose maybe uh you choose maybe one or two main courses. Hmm. As hmm. a part of the meal as well, it yes. becomes like um, you want to you want to eat more, you want to try more, and I think Correct. small plates gives a chance of the, for the chef to be more creative. Uh, Absolutely, you end up tasting more food. Hmm. Uh, you t- you taste. Um, uh, you end up tasting more food in the restaurant, which is a good thing because. You just want good bite size. Yes. And if you like something, you reorder it. So I think, I think it's going to be like that. I mean, you know, it's like mm. uh, small plates are always going to be around. And eventually, uh, the 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 larger plates are the ones which are uh, mm. like family style where, you know, you have a whole, a big fish coming to the table yes. or a whole. Yes. So... I think, I think uh, that's what it's going to be.
1: Yes, because I completely agree with you. Whenever even I go to a restaurant, I would like to try different, you know, uh, uh, cuisines. And I would like to have a bite of each of them. So I, I quite like this concept. Um, whenever we travel to a place, invariably food remains one of the things that is in back of our mind. So how can India's culinary diversity benefit its tourism industry?
2: In fact, I've just become a member of the Indian culinary tourism, mm. so it's a private body, but they are looking mm. for uh you know, I think, for example, you know mm. chefs are brand ambassadors for a country like in Spain okay
1: correct, correct, yes.
2: Now, we in our country have so much culture, so much heritage. Mm -hmm. So much food. That literally, uh, it's like a whole subcontinent, you know, by itself. You know, India is a subcontinent. But when you see, right in the south, Mm. if in the south, you've got in Kerala, you have three styles of cooking.
1: Absolutely, yes. In
2: in Tamil Nadu, you have five six types. In Karnataka, you have four or five types. Yes. Hyderabad and Telangana, you have another three, four types. Yes. So you've got 16 gharanas of cooking just in the south. Yes. So if you go to see every place, every city, every village, Mm. can be proud of a whole culinary culture. You know that people are not, not just going to... The gateway of India, or the temples, mm-hmm. and you know, Absolutely they yes. can actually go to see, experience how uh, people are cooking in the villages, mm-hmm. different styles of food available yes. in the in the in the metros, mm-hmm. uh, uh, food artists. You know, I mean, in 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 the city, we eat the worst food because
0: mm-hmm. everything
2: is grown outside. Correct. I think I think there's a uh, the whole travel travel to the to the interior parts of the country
0: mm. Mm.
2: is uh, I mean I I the I in fact I was speaking to the to uh, the association and I said you know uh, I'm really happy that it's it's going because India is the only country where nothing is documented properly you know
1: yes that's
2: culinary, culinary history. Culinary knowledge, mm. recipes, everything needs to be documented and, and I think that's the, the, somebody needs to take onus of it and and with the help of the government, with the help of yes. people who can fund projects, students, mm. tourism mm. boards, historians, scholars, mm. chefs, explorers uh, that's why I think, I think we are in the beginning of a very exciting phase you know i mean i know it's the pandemic i mean it's on its way out i know mm-hmm. i can mm-hmm. see a completely different chapter happening very soon correct and um, i think things are going to really explode mm-hmm. you know because people have learned to live with the bare minimum and they know exactly what's good for them
1: absolutely and also like every even if we go to let's say the south or the north each Household also has a variation in its own of the dishes which are there. So, so that has also kind of evolved and no, India no, exactly. known, yeah.
2: No, I always, I always tell, I always, uh, I always tell people, hmm. if anything is good, really cooked hmm. well in the house, hmm. document the recipe.
1: Absolutely, you know, yes. You know
2: because nobody is doing it. Yeah, you know.
1: Correct. Because like one of the grandmothers has, you know, uh, done a signature dish. So that has to be documented by that particular family. That's how it's going to evolve. So, um, you know, today the trend is towards responsible eating. So we would like yes. to know about your startup
2: Hello Green. Uh, let's not talk about that because it's going through a metamorphosis. So I okay. think we can move to the next question here. Yeah.
1: So I would like to know, uh, you've always emphasized on green eating and healthy eating, emphasized on fresh produce and organic food. So we would like to know your perspective on that.
2: I think uh, I think it's not me, it's not everyone who's kind of uh, who's uh, who's into this. I mean, I'm sure you're into I think more than people going on diet, I think mm-hmm. people are. I think people are are getting more into uh, conscientious eating, Absolutely. Which, means
1: right. that, uh, which means that
2: which means that we are bring we are getting more aware of of how bad eating and bad food is not good for you.
0: Mm.
2: You know, we are becoming more aware. Yeah. Everyone is aware everyone is aware of of what are the demerits of malnutrition and uh, reading a really bad diet. Correct. No, it's simple. I mean, it's all there in front of you. You don't really need to go to a doctor. Uh, people are talking about it. People are seeing yeah. how fitness, how wellness is very really important for you. So many people are getting into the wellness business,
0: so many
2: people, so many, there's a whole new career of wellness coaches, uh, fitness coaches, lifestyle coaches, mental coaches. So I think it's not just, it's not just about how you look. I Mm. think it's about your, the inner, your inner engineering, as I call it, you know, uh, strengthening strengthening and beautify yourself from the inside. Yes. Uh, then the outside, you know, you could be the most prettiest looking um, person, but mm. you might have the darkest lungs. You might have the the, the weak the weakest heart. Yes. Uh, you might have the the most brittle bones. Mm. So I think I think the inner engineering, uh, introspection, and uh, eating well, supporting the farmers, mm. um, I think is the way of the future.
1: And with COVID, uh, what has transformed is that everyone has started focusing on, you know, eating clean, on their immunity and, you know, not starving. So eating properly, eating whatever is necessary for the body. So I think that is something which I have noticed around me, that everyone has started focusing on themselves than, you know, the outer beauty and all of that. So I absolutely agree with you for that. I would also like to know that what's next on your platter now?
2: Uh, I'm uh, launching a burger brand very soon. Yes, it's called Speak Burgers by Vikiratwani. Uh, in fact, I'm going That's to send a you tasting very soon. <laughs> yeah, uh, they are they are they are very good quality. We're making our own bread. We are doing our own ketchup. Uh, we are making our own mustard. Everything is in the house. Uh, we're using hydroponic lettuce, so it's not it's not. Uh, greasy and not everything mm. is fried. Uh, mm. I have a charcoal grill. Burgers are being cooked on charcoal. Yes. So, wow.
1: uh, fantastic.
2: So, so I think uh, that's I'm focusing on that. Then I'm I every year I go to Soneva Fushi and Soneva Jani
0: mm. in the Maldives
2: mm. to cook mm. as mm. a guest chef. Uh, so I'm going there again uh, with my family this time. So I'm going to be cooking in the Maldives for Diwali, mm. and after that I have, I also consult. Uh, I'm also doing um, uh, something with uh, Amazon Alexa, so uh, no, with that's me, nice. a- a- ATMT Labs, which is mm. a company based in the UK, a
0: yes. uh, very
2: very dear friend of mine, and uh, we are doing some good work with Alexa Amazon. So that is the project. Uh, I'm doing some work with Kikoman. Uh, I'm oh. doing something with PepsiCo worldwide. <laughs> I'm working. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm i a slave. I'm a so slave. So many friends. looking forward. And there is a couple of some <laughs> so in, some, some some interesting shows coming up as well. Oh,
1: that's awesome. I I am a big fan of burgers because when I was in London, when I was learning there, so I used to go to various, uh, you know, I used to go for, to go patty and bun and there were so many outlets where I used to go and experiment with burgers. So I'm just looking forward to this one. I'm going to take a fun rapid fire session with you before ending the Let's go for
2: it. Let's go for it.
1: So Japanese or Italian cuisine? Both. (laughs) No, not one preference.
2: No, you can't do that. I mean both are there. okay uh italian okay,
1: Indian culinary industry in the next five years
2: I question what I didn't hear that so Indian so culinary
1: you say? yes, I said Indian culinary industry in the next five years uh,
2: miles away. <laughs> Miles. It's going to travel miles.
1: <laughs> That's good. Uh, favorite show of yours? Favorite show of yours?
2: Um, Chef's Table.
1: That's fabulous. What has surprised you the most about yourself? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that I get surprised about myself.
1: In the show. Okay, so
0: okay.